Trigger warning. This podcast covers topics involving eating disorders, disordered eating, and recovery from them. If you find it's not helpful, there's no pressure to listen and know that I care about you and your mental well-being and want what's best for you. If this podcast or specific episode is not aiding you and your recovery, there are so many other episodes to listen to and resources in the description box below. No, there's nothing wrong with needing that little bit or a lot of bit of extra support. And I'm here for you and I'm so proud of you. Also, I'm not a professional at all. I am just a girl who struggled with and still does struggle from an eating disorder. And I want to share my journey to food freedom and body neutrality while also creating a space for others to do so as well. Hopefully shed some light on topics that may be harder to talk about, bring some awareness and education to all types of EDs, and talk some shit about diet culture. So picture me this. We eat the fucking food. We eat the fucking food. (laughs) Hello and welcome back to another episode of We Eat the Fucking Food. My name is Lauren and I am your host and I am recording this from my new apartment. Wow. I'm so happy, y'all. Like, I'm so excited to be living in my own space for the first time. Got to decorate it however I want to decorate it. Big shout out to both my parents, especially my mom who came down to spend a little chunk of a weekend and then some with me to help me move out of my aunt's place and into my new one and my lovely partner who gave nothing but the best energy this weekend and support and help in my big move. I'm so excited. The only downside is there's no AC, like central AC unit. So we got like a window unit, but the window unit keeps over like heating or can't really cool the room. I don't know why I said overheating, but just can't cool the room. So I have to like dump out the water that gets built up in it every couple of hours. So that's not really fun, but I did reach out to customer service and they're sending me a new one that's like larger. So hopefully that fixes the problem and I can have a cool apartment because I am a type of person where if my room is not ice cold and I'm sleeping, I'm not sleeping. But I love it. I love the way it's decorated. Check out my post on my Instagram of my new space. I'm really excited. I can't wait to continue to find pieces for my apartment to make it even more me and personal and lived in. I want it to be like a home and homey, but still have some sort of like clean vibe aesthetic to it. And I really think I'm finding a sweet spot. I created a mood board for it on my Pinterest. I'm a huge mood board girly, if you know, you know. And all the photos were just like watercolors of apartments that looked like out of a children's book almost. So I took strong inspiration from that. And I'm really happy with the way that it looks. I'm so excited to be able to host my friends here to do little cooking nights. It's quite large, I'm not going to lie. So the way in which it's set up is you walk in and you have my kitchen right to your left. And my dad, God bless him, built me this like huge kitchen island type of thing that almost divides the living, quote unquote, living space in half. It is a studio, but I'm fortunate because the studio is um, big enough the closet in the studio is big enough that I can put my bed in it. So my bed doesn't have to be like sitting in the living eating area. I can have separate spaces, which I am quite thankful for because I'm a person where I like, I wanted like, I want a kitchen, I want a living room and I want a bedroom, but I can't afford a rent for an apartment that has a separate kitchen room, living room and bedroom. So to be able to do some magic to this place and kind of create that. It's been amazing. So anyway, so then it's the kitchen and that like large island. And then I have my living room, the couch I found. 
Oh my gosh, it's gorgeous. And it was $250 off Facebook Marketplace. And the place we bought it from was this huge ass apartment complex, like right across from Navy Pier. And we lo- went into like a loading dock in the back. It was such like out of all the circumstances that I could have been moving a couch or picking up a couch in the streets or city of Chicago, it was ideal. It was the ideal circumstances. So shout out to that person who sold me the couch. You rock. I'm really excited. I have this super cool table, coffee table that's like kind of big and square and low to the ground to sit around so my friends can eat there when they come over. But yeah, I love my apartment. The Again, the only downside is the heat. But want to know what? We're almost done with the summer, right? I tell myself that every single year. I don't mind the summer. I like the summer. I like doing summer activities. I don't mind the heat. But I'm a big fall girly because not only is it my birth month, but I just like the weather the best and the fashion and like the clothing during like that time when it's like a little bit cooler. But I tell myself every single summer, I used to tell myself this when I was working at Chicago Shakes and I'd have to drive back from Shakes to Wisconsin every Monday because I had to go to doctor's appointments due to my eating disorder at the time. And my car had no AC. So I'd literally be driving from Chicago to Madison with no AC in the midst of road construction season in the state of Wisconsin. Again, if you know, you know, Midwest road construction ain't it. But it would be like in standstill traffic at sometimes and it'd be like 90 degrees outside my car and no AC. And I was sweating my butt off. I was literally be wearing just like a bra and spandex. So basically underwear while driving. And every single summer I tell myself, eh, the summer's almost over. I'll fix it next year. Oh, the summer's almost over. I don't need it. And I'm in that mentality right now with the apartment, except for the fact that I'm blowing these fans straight on my face when I'm sleeping so I can get a good night rest. But I love my place and I'm so happy and excited. And that kind of goes into my high. I guess my high right now is my new apartment. I love my new apartment. I love having my own space. I love being able to decorate it. I am just so happy and excited for this year. I moved on the same day, like one year, on to the same day that I moved to the city the first time. Does that make sense how I just explained that? So like I moved to the city to live with my aunt on June 9th, 2022. And I moved into my new apartment officially on June 9th, 2023. So it really feels like book endy. And I feel like I'm starting my second in the city off on a really nice foot, living in my favorite part of the city, close to my partner, close to all my friends, close to the place where I want to hang out, short commute to my work. I'm just ecstatic. I'm on cloud nine. I'm still crying because I'm terrible adulting. Not literally, I mean, figuratively in the moment, but it's overwhelming yes adulting is overwhelming but i don't know i feel excited right now so i'm gonna try to lean into that rather than leaning into the fear of the unknown the low of my week would probably have to be this is a stupid low this is okay this is a really privileged low but I am going to my cabin, not this weekend, but next weekend. And I'm so excited. So mom and dad know you're listening to this. I'm pumped. So excited to see you. My sister and her boyfriend are going too. My partner's coming as well. I'm pumped. Cannot wait. It's going to be a lovely, lovely weekend. But I've been invited to so many events that weekend that I can't go to. And I'm sad because I want to be able to go to those events. And I'm like, can I make it work? No, Lauren, you can't make it work. (laughs) You can't do both of it. You can't be at two places at one time as much as I wish I could be. So that's my low. And if that's my low, that's a pretty good low. I mean, I also think my low is I'm dead right now. Like, I feel like I'm running on zero exhaust. I've been going to bed at like past midnight every single night. And that's not me. If you know me, I like to be in bed. I go actually, I think I go through stages where like my sleeping pattern is. 
But typically, I'm a I'm an early to bed type of person. I like to have a chill night. I like to be at least home and in bed by ten, ideally. But I don't know. My life has just been hectic recently with the move, with uh, traveling to see my partner. Ooh, I didn't even realize I have not talked to y'all since that. I went to meet my partner's parents. We went on like a big, like our first real travel trip together. And okay, that's also where some anxiety that could be another low high. I had some pretty bad anxiety that trip just because, again, I'm a person that thrives on structure and being in a completely new environment with really no control over my food was hard for me. But it still was a great time. and I love the trip. But I was I just feel really kind of not settled because, I mean, again, I had a family vacation and I had vacation with my partner and I moved to my new apartment. So this is like my first weekend in probably mm, a month, not really doing anything or not having any like huge plans. So I'm really excited to ease into that and kind of get a routine in this new place. But right now my life has been crazy without a routine. So that's where my anxiety has really been coming from. And that's been a low. A high in my recovery or what's been going on recovery wise is the fact that and I guess this episode is more just like a little catch up rather than any like specific topic. I am recording an episode tomorrow with a guest that I'm so excited for. So I guess I'm saving a lot of energy for that. I just wanted to hop on the mic real quick and be able to give y'all something this week just to listen to and catch you up on the past couple of weeks because I pre-recorded the past episodes because I knew I was going to be gone and have these busy, chaotic weeks ahead of time. And that's why this episode is coming out a little bit later in the week than I like to post them. But I, despite all the craziness, despite all the travel, despite all of the, I don't know, new environments I was in, I still fueled myself and I... It was. I'm proud of the way I feel myself. I feel myself in a way that I normally or in the past or just even like recently sometimes still do struggle with feeling myself really like not thinking about the food and not thinking about the types of food I'm eating. Like, am I eating enough protein in this meal? Am I eating enough veggies in this meal? Have I eaten? How many starches have I eaten during the day? Like, I'm a person still very much when it comes to my recovery from eating disorder and my eating disorder where I crave that balance. I crave some sort of just like, I don't know, like I'm like, I need to eat X amount of starches, X amount of proteins, X amount of fruits and veg to like balance everything out for a day. Like, and if I sway that anyway, if I sway that anyway, I mean like if I eat more starches and I want to eat during a day or had like what me wanting my eating disorder wants me to eat during a day, then it can kind of like trigger me in that sense. And then I get body conscious, yada, yada, yada. But this past couple of weeks, I really haven't been thinking about what I'm eating and I've just kind of been eating when I'm hungry and eating whatever is convenient for me at the moment when I get hungry. Whoa, intuitive eater who? I don't know her. We don't know her. She's here for a moment. Let's see how long it sticks. It's been nice. It's been nice. And that's what I'm really proud of this weekend is, for example, like on Saturday, I'll give you I'll give you a lowdown of how my weekend went, shall I? This is also, I guess, I guess the catch up session now past my recovery is what we're just talking about. OK, Um. so Saturday, I woke up and I had an exciting thing that happened that I'm not going to talk about yet, but maybe I'll talk about it eventually someday. But so I did that. I had like a meeting. And then afterwards, I had had a smoothie and a slice of toast with peanut butter on it to eat. 
And then we went to Ikea to get some um, things for my apartment or look for some storage units because I needed a lot of storage here if I was going to be putting my bed in my closet, which I did. And at Ikea, I ate whatever we ate at the little like Swedish meatball thing. So I was like, I'm getting anxious and low on energy. I need to eat. So I ate then. And then we, I really wanted a part of me, my eating disorder part of me, because I think I was kind of like sporadic during the day. Really wanted just sweet green because that's a safe food for me is to get a green goddess salad from sweet green, exchange apples for the beets, light dressing with a dollop in the middle and swap um, mixed greens for the baby spinach and add portobello mushrooms. That's my sweet green order if you were curious. But my whole, my parents and my partner were getting like sushi and Chinese food. And I was like, huh, okay, I'm really hungry and I don't want to like go out of my way to get sweet green. So I challenged myself and I ate that instead. And I had eaten a bunch of fear foods, bitch foods earlier in the day. And the next day I woke up. I saw I I didn't sushi or whatever Chinese that night. And the next day woke up and I really wanted a bagel or we were like out and about trying to find more pieces for my place. And I think this was a big one for me as we were looking up like restaurants to eat at. And I knew that my boyfriend wanted coffee because he needed caffeine and actually backtrack. He went on a bike ride and he came back and he brought me my favorite croissant in the city an almond croissant from Mindy's bakery. If you live in Chicago, you know, you know, and it was like such a nice surprise. And in the past, I feel like I would have been like, cause it, I'm not going to lie. I woke up with some disorder thoughts. I woke up with some disorder thoughts and I woke up with some urges, I think based off the day before and eating the sweet treat, fear foods, bitch foods. And I was like, I don't know. I, I think that I had, my eating store had an intention of restricting to the day until I could, until I like had to eat. But I was like, oh my God, this is my favorite on croissant. He got this for me because he's like, I'm so proud of you. And like this move and this is so exciting. Congratulations type of thing. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to eat this. It's sitting right here. And I like, I think in the moment, maybe I had like a brief, like of a little like hump I had to get over, but I intuitively ate it. I ate like a part of it. Cause I wasn't, I wasn't really hungry at the time either. Cause we had eaten a late dinner the night before, but I was like, this is what I want. And like emotionally, this is what I want to be eating for the sake of connecting with my partner. And for the sake of just, it's my favorite almond croissant. I'm going to eat it. So I, ate a part of it, brought the rest for my mom, let my mom have some of it. And then as the day continued, I started to get hungry. I was looking for places. My boyfriend wanted coffee because he went for a bike ride, blah, blah, blah. We're back. <laughs> hey. And the, we there's this place that I've been wanting to try. It's like RNA, like sourdough. Like it was like a bagel place. And it seems to be like the best bagels in, in Chicago is what I, the information I've gathered. If you know better bagel places in Chicago, please let me know. Because while a bagel may be one of my bitch foods, I fucking love a bagel. And I dream of giving, getting like Tompkins... Tompkins, I think is what it is. Bagels from New York or just like New York bagels. One day, one day I'll go to New York and get a New York bagel. And then all my dreams will come true and I'll finally be happy and at peace with my life. Anywho, um, we went to the sourdough place in this bagel place and I got a yummy as fuck bagel sandwich, ate some of the free samples of the cinnamon roll. And I don't know. I just like didn't really think twice about eating a bagel. And that was like huge for me. And I was like, oh my God, let's freaking go which was a win. My boyfriend was proud of me because he's like, oh my God, I didn't even think twice about you eating this bagel. My boyfriend is so like aware of my emotions and my feelings around food and always checking in. God bless his little heart. I love him. Like when I was home with his family, there was one specific breakfast that kind of got a little bit like hectic in the kitchen per se. And he kept checking in and he's checking with me after and he checked with me later that night. He's just a good soul. Good, good soul. 
And actually the whole entire trip, let's just, I'm just going to hype up my boyfriend and I'm right now just talk about checking in how great of a partner he is. And something that I really value in our relationship is the fact that he knows when I may be being in an environment that I may be triggered in, I may be feeling more kind of vulnerable to the thoughts coming in and yada, yada with the disorder. He'll check in. Why did I say yada, yada twice this episode? Oh, no. Sorry. I should choose better words. But um, he is just so good at checking with me and just making sure that I'm okay in like the environment. And honestly, just like knowing that he knows and knowing that I'm with another person who supports me and recognizes and acknowledges the fact that it may be a harder time for me. I may, I don't know, something may come up emotion-wise. It feels like it like calms anxiety and it calms my emotions so that I'm more easily to attack, challenge my thoughts and eat the fucking food. So shout out him, shout out communication, shout out accountability, shout out checking in. We love that. We love that. But anyway, I had the bag on. It was really freaking good. And then that night, once again, such a hectic like evening or day. And the bagel had filled me up. But we were hanging up pictures in my gallery wall. I also have a gallery wall. I love a good gallery wall. And it, the tensions were getting high. Emotions were getting... We had been working the whole entire day. It was hot in my apartment at the time. I don't know. Morale was low. People, low energy. I need, knew I needed food. But the only thing I had was like this peanut butter granola bar. And I knew we'd be eating dinner recently, like soon too. And I'd just been snacking on some like, I don't know, slices of cheese throughout that like day. And one part of me was like, you don't need to eat this granola bar. We're about to go eat right now. And I was like, Lauren, we're not going to eat for another moment. We still have some activities and things that we need to do. I want to be able to fuel myself so that I can be present. So I ate that granola bar and I realized my boyfriend needed food too. I needed a snack, but he'd already eaten the granola bar and didn't want to eat like another one. My mom was feeling a little bit like low on you too. So we went over to the market across the street from where I'm living and picked up some like chips and pretzels. And again, starches are my bitch foods. And I already eat, he'd eaten my number one bitch food during the day, a bagel, but I like Loki wants some chips. So I snacked on some chips with them too. I don't know. I just feel like such a freaking intuitive eater this weekend. And I'm so goddamn proud of myself. And the comparison, and I made a post about this on the Weed the Fucking Food Instagram. I'm plugging it right now. If you are not following the Weed the Fucking Food Instagram account, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I'm so excited for this new era we're in. Um, it's going to be a lot of content on that page, a lot of like interactive things. I'm really wanting to create such a sense of community and have that this podcast and have my Instagram be more of a place that's not even just for me to share my thoughts, but for y'all to be able to share your thoughts and for y'all to be able to like send in posts that you want to talk about or just and make it be, I feel like we see, mm, I don't know, so much of the people that share their recovery stories. And it's great. I, I'm not trying to shame anybody for sharing recovery stories. I think like it's, I'm not, I don't know, trying to, dock anybody if you are a thin privileged white woman sharing your recovery story because i'm sitting here right now as a thin privileged white woman sharing my recovery story but that's like whatever who everybody is that is really like on the internet doing that or like at least the media that i'm seeing that i've consumed in the past and there are so many other individuals and groups of people who their eating disorders and their um journey to recovery is just not being shown or not being talked about and they don't have a platform to do so so with my platform that I've built in this community that I've built, I really want to open it up to like those types of people who are wanting to share their stories and are comfortable doing so, but just, I don't know, in the past haven't had the opportunity to, or haven't had the privilege of existing in a recovered state being body that's so socially accepted and 
is, I don't know, almost sadly easier to grow a platform as. So that's my goal this year with the, uh, or the rest of the year with the Instagram. And that was me plugging right there. Go follow it. But anyways, I shared these thoughts on the Instagram about how a year ago when I was moving to the city, I felt so, I don't know, scared. I mean, I was scared before, but it's just weird because I had like moved to this new city and I had nothing to do. I didn't have a job. I didn't have anything like really lined up versus now when I moved into my new place, I went to work on Monday and I worked like a full day and I had like my own schedule and I had like my boyfriend and I had things to do. I don't know. It's just weird to think how much can like change in a year and how great this change has been and how I truly feel like the city has helped me find myself. And I'm in the strongest, most stable, most fantastic place I've ever been in my life. And again, while I still obviously have many episodes when it comes to me downing myself, me getting overwhelmed with adulting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I almost just said it again. Sorry. I don't know why that's been my catchphrase this episode. (laughs) But I don't know. I'm just really proud. I'm proud of everything I accomplished this first year in the city. And I'm so excited for the second year in my favorite city, in my favorite place doing my favorite things, surrounded by my favorite people, eating the fucking food. Oh, it's going to be a good second year. And yeah, that was, I think all I really wanted to say during the episode. It was so tangenty and ranty, but I really, again, just wanted to pop in and say, hey, hey, I'm still here. We're still on the grind. And the consistency is something that I'm really, really wanting to stick to for this podcast. How am I going to take care of myself tonight? You may be thinking and asking yourself. Um, The way I'm going to take care of myself tonight is I'm going to make a yummy dinner with the leftover Chinese food, like a stir fry situation. And I'm going to watch some TV on my laptop because I haven't set up my actual TV yet. It's sitting on my clothing bin because I'm still needing a wardrobe. Anyway, I'm just going to watch some TV because I legitimately have not had a night to myself, like just straight relaxing in probably two or three weeks. So I'm pretty excited for that. And I'm going to send some emails. I'm going to do some connecting with some more We Eat the Fucking Food stuff, which I just, again, feel so passionate and so excited and energetic about right now. But yeah, thank you for popping into this episode. Uh, I hope you go follow the Instagram. Leave a review if you want to. Give us a rating. That'd be kind of nice. But I'm really proud of you. And I'm so grateful and thankful for all y'all. And I love you dearly. And I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week and continue to eat that fucking food. Bye.